Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Angelina Jolie is in talks to join the MCU. Who might she be playing? We'll discuss on today's show. Plus, Endgame puts out so many posters and they're giving us too many feels and the true fate of one character. Let's talk about who today on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Oh, good afternoon to you, our merry Marvelites. It's time for Marvel Movie News. Uh, We are coming to you live from a pile of dusty tears. Those posters (laughs) gave us all the feels, you guys. No, I didn't even... I actually tried not to look at them, but they kept showing up in my timeline. They're hard to avoid. I know. I was like, I don't want to see. There's so many. Uh, And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Angelina Jolie. We're talking about some stuff with the new Mutants updates, some uh, Runaways updates, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Iron Man video games. There's a bunch of cool stories this week, and we're going to dive into it. But first, let's talk about who's in the room with us. I'm Zach Wilson. Right next to me is Zia Anderson. Oh, hi. <laughs> Over there on the other side of the table is Christian Blatt. Hi, everybody. And for those watching on YouTube, yes, I have a New York Mets shirt on, but it's Noah Syndergaard. His nickname is Thor. It applies. <laughs> nice. And, and I won today. We're, Deep cut. We're both, we're both hitting those, <laughs> no, right? those, those Mets vibes. Yes, it, exactly. It's, it's opening it's day, opening guys. Day. Yeah. Uh, not the big opening day. That's next month. Um, oh, and yeah. joining us this week in the studio, I'm glad to welcome April Dawn. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. April, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to talk about all this news. Oh, <laughs> last week we were like, there's not a ton of stuff. All right, let's just like do questions and fun stuff. This week. And then it was like, oh, stories. <laughs> so, so was it right after the show ended that all of these stories dropped? No, actually. <laughs> oh. This was like fairly Amazing. well spread out. The bit, our like main story sort of dropped yesterday. We we're going to talk about oh. Angela. Angelina Jolie, right. the ru- Angelina Jolie rumors, to be clear, rumors. Um, I also want to make sure we give some shout-outs before we dive into that story to Ma Rissa, our uh, Cree overlord in the booth. Hello, everyone. Uh, and we've got Colt Badeau helping us out on the tweets from the Star Jammer. Thank you, Colt Badeau. Um, make sure to uh, follow, like, subscribe, all that stuff. We're on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or at the Popcorn Talk. All right. Let's talk about Angelina Jolie. Um, so the news story, uh, for those of you who may not be aware, uh, broke this broke yesterday. Uh, sometime I believe Hollywood Reporter was the first to to uh, post the story that Angelina Jolie is in talks to join. At first, they were just saying an unnamed Marvel project, and then I, it's hard to say if the original rumor was that it was the Eternals or that that was just the wild speculation that. Everyone jumped down, so now it's pretty much the consensus that Angelina Jolie is in talks to join the Eternals coming out, uh, or starting to shoot later this year. Uh, What do you guys think? Are you excited to see Angelina Jolie join? Well, when I first saw the news, because I was editing all day yesterday, so I didn't see it till this morning, um, 
I saw it and I at first was just I can't see Angelina Jolie as Mar- as a Marvel character. At first I was like, mm-hmm. um, but thinking about it more and after who you said it she possibly would be playing, it does make sense. And it makes sense that they want to get maybe um, some star power behind the movie because it's some that's, you know, less well known for people that only know about the movies and haven't read the comics. So it does make sense, um, and I can see it. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm always hope, hopefully optimistic going into it, but I'm still a little bit like, oh, okay. On paper, it makes a lot of sense to me just because she's partnered with Disney multiple times, Maleficent, mm-hmm. the sequel, the one and only Ivan. And I think it's going to be a good role for her. I'm not too familiar with the comics, but it makes sense why she'll be playing in the film. <laughs> uh, first of all, I think she's great. Uh, I don't see everything that she's in, so that's probably why I think she's great, uh, <laughs> because uh, there's there's a few that I've missed. But uh, I think she's going to add a, you know, a presence on the screen. Yes, she's going to get uh, butts in the seats because it's like, hey, it's a- Angelina Jolie's in it. Uh, and she's only made like four bad movies, so let me see if this is not one of those. But uh, I think it's very exciting, and to the point of the Eternals, like even people who read comic books, like I've read Marvel comics for uh, almost forty years, and uh, I know the Eternals really from just one miniseries in 1985. So I'm I've read stories with this character she's supposed to be, and I'm still like, yeah, I, I need convincing that I need to see this movie. Because just because we talked before the show and like we all keep referencing it, but yeah. we haven't right. said the name. So uh, the theory and like the the character that I uh, sort of jumped to when I heard that she was going to be joining the Eternals, uh, and we could throw out this picture is Cersei of the Eternals. Um, Cersei is a is one of the like main characters, especially in Neil Gaiman's run, um, which I've said before, I think is going to be the basis for this movie because it's a good jumping on point. Um, but it's still in the middle. It's not a pure origin story. But it, but so p- part of why it's a good jumping on is Cersei uh, has her mind erased. Like, her, her memory is erased. Um, and, like, the, in the book, like, the character used to be an Avenger, and so Tony Stark knows her, but she doesn't remember any of that. Um, and not that they're going to do that part of the storyline, but a character who doesn't remember what happened is the perfect place to start a movie because it, le- especially with characters that no one is familiar with, mm-hmm. and like, yes, there are plenty of you Marvel nerds who have read the Eternals over the years, but ninety nine percent of even comic book readers are like the Eternals. Like, I had to go read the. I hadn't read an Eternals run before. <laughs> Um, but when I did, it's a great run, and I highly recommend it. It's on comic. It's on Marvel Unlimited, so you can just go if you're subscribed. You can go pick you pick it up there. But Cersei, uh, if she's going to be one of the leads, seems a great option for an Angelina for Angelina Jolie role. And these are immortal characters, so age is completely like irrelevant to whichever they could spread them out entirely between like all the the characters are thousands and thousands of years old. So well, like. It doesn't matter. She could be playing opposite uh, a 20-year-old actor. And it right. Would, would be, be fine. It would be completely fitting. And Angelina, jo- jo- Angelina Jolie definitely has a regalness about her that you can just see. Like, she's you, as playing a very wisdomous character. Is that a word? I don't even know. Wise. Um, <laughs> I believe wise is the word that you're... Smart. <laughs> S-M-A-R-T. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, very... I'm just going to keep using that word. A very wisdomous character. And... Uh, <laughs> So uh, I can, or I can, I can very much see her embodying that perfectly. Uh, so I can see that working well. That would be very cool to see. This is going to be a fun story. I'm going to have to go back and read some stuff before I watch it. We've got time. What I'm really excited about is the fact that 
uh, the Eternals because the Celestials created them. And we got a hint of that with Ego the Living Planet and Guardians, too. And I'm excited to explore that in more depth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it should be cool. I, the, the thing that Evangelia like, Jolie joins this project, or even if she doesn't, but that we know that they were looking at her for this, what it says to me is Disney is really committed to making this a big movie. Like, they're they're going to make this a good one mm-hmm. because this is sort of like how they approached Guardians. If you if you remember, yes. Because like, I know it's hard to remember those times, <laughs> but when that movie came out, no one knew who the hell the Guardians of the Galaxy were. It was a little known franchise that that Marvel had rebooted in the comics to be the lineup that we're fami- super familiar with now. A, like a couple years before the movie came out, just to, like make sure some people were aware that it was happening, but no one knew who Star Lord was. Mm-hmm. He was a background who? character, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like. Uh, again, long-time readers were, knew the characters, but no one, even in the the more even people who read regular comics, knew that were familiar with them. Um, but so, with the the Eternals is going to work. They're going to need a star-studded cast. So just like with Guardians, where you go out, you get Chris Pratt, you get Zoe Saldana, you get Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel to voice background ca- for to, to voice characters. Yeah. You get Dave Bautista to pull in the the wrestling crowd. I mean, also, he's just perfect for that role. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, like, no, no. so perfect. All of those people were perfect in the parts that they played. That's why that movie worked yeah. so well. But that's what you have to now do. Right. But it, they also all carried an audience with them. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that's Before. part of why that movie was successful. I uh, just wanted to uh, throw in from the chat. Jenna James says, uh, looking forward to seeing Jolie in Eternals as potentially Cersei, Alicia's, or Thena. So she's going for three possible okay. roles. Uh, and then Lady Jennifer Snow says, ugh, Angelina Jolie. Oh, wow. And Blackrock 316, she's a good actress. What was her last good movie? You know what? Maybe even if it's been a while, maybe this is her next great movie. So look at it that way, Blackrock 316. She took a break for a while. She was focusing on directing, so I'm giving her a pass. She was. Yeah. It, like, I think that her working with Marvel has also been in the cards for a while, because if you remember, there were talks that they had approached Angelina Jolie to direct Captain Marvel a mm-hmm. few years ago. Um, so the, her and Marvel definitely have a conversational relationship at the very least. So this seems very plausible that mm-hmm. this could this could actually happen. Because reminder, this is all a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about it like it's fact, and it turns out she's not going to be in it at all. It's going to be someone completely different. Well, she could not. Like she could be. She could have been meeting with Marvel for any number of things. She could be talking directing to them it. about directing Captain Marvel two or like any like another project down the line or she could just be coming in for a visit and like everyone misinterpreted things <laughs> who knows the I internet never just... does that yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but uh, I am excited to see like who else they start casting because th- they haven't announced anything and how they introduce the Eternals is going to be I'm so curious mm-hmm. because yeah. I, I my my thought was that they were going to backdoor pilot the Eternals with Guardians 3 in like whether it was a post credit scene or a plot line where they get involved because you've already established the Celestials in that franchise because of like Nowhere and the Infinity Stones and all that, it was the cleanest way to introduce characters created by the Celestials, which is a bonkers origin story mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, but without with Guardians three, well out like it's going to be definitely after the Eternals since the Eternals is already ready to shoot. Do they backdoor that that? Seen into like into Endgame or try to put it somewhere else or just drop it from nowhere. Uh, huh. uh, Look what you did! <laughs> like just because 
Um, so I'll be really interested to see what more we get to know as like after Endgame comes out because that's when I imagine Feige is going to have another one of those events like back in October. Whenever do you guys remember that big event he did like at the El Capitan where he revealed the entire slate of Phase Three? I don't know. No. no. What? Oh, I was in the. I was at the theater. Uh, this was like Zach. So the, mm-hmm. that was the year that Marvel just didn't. They went to Comic Con, but they didn't announce anything. And everyone was right. like, "What's going on?" And then they held an event at the El Capitan where they like invited a bunch of people down. I was I was just there as a fan. I didn't have any press, but I was like, sitting, and then he he walked down. And he ran through all of the different movies that he that, that were going to be coming out, like revealed. Uh, like Guardians Two and like the Infinity War movies, and my favorite, like he introduced Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Hmm. Um, like that was the reveal was there in the theater. Uh, but my, the the favorite moment from that day was when because he revealed Captain America three, and it was Captain America Serpent Society was what was on the screen, and then he finished <laughs> the rest of the thing, and everyone was like, okay, that's cool, you know, we'll see what that what that is, and he's like. You know, I'm having some second thoughts, and then he like literally, they literally changed the screen to be, oh yeah, there's the photo. Um, <laughs> I assumed you sent that to her. I didn't know that was totally unplanned. Thank you, Marissa. If you look in the top left, you yeah. can see Captain America: Serpent Society. Um, I'm glad that was changed. I, I, <laughs> I love Civil War, but uh, we could do a Serpent Society. It was at some literally point. there as a gag because then by the end of the story. They are at the end of the story. By the end of the, by like later in the show, he's just like, I'm having second thoughts. Why don't we make that civil war? And the place like erupted into mm-hmm. like chaos. Of course, the uh, biggest gag on that screen was at the bottom right, where it had the logo for the Inhumans movie. Now that was a gag. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how long ago that was. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I I imagine we're gonna get something like that because all of these things are ready. Half of them we we have uh, we know about because of like casting and hiring rumors mm-hmm. right. or just official news but like he's gonna have to like reveal what those are and he just doesn't want to do it until Endgame's out I don't think he even wanted people to know Spider-Man was coming but Sony was like no we, we need to sell our movie mm-hmm. thanks yeah. yeah well also like so, he doesn't have as much control over Sony yeah. They're, they are technically their it's Still, their own movie, movie to market. I mean, they made Venom, so that shows that uh, they don't. That really was the thing. <laughs> wow, um, Christian! Wow. Yeah, you know, I liked it <laughs> enough. But uh, so, did you guys have any other thoughts on Angelina Jolie or Christian? Does the chat have anything else they want to add? Uh, they've kind of gone down the rabbit hole of the day you were talking about <laughs> and kind of uh, reflecting on it. Uh, but uh, there are uh, Cersei seems to be the uh, popular opinion, but uh, Athena is a close second from uh, everybody in the chat. And thanks yeah. to everybody, we have a lot of people uh, uh, chiming in right now. Athena could be cool. I could I could also see them wanting like a young person to play Cersei if it's going to be if she's going to be end up being the lead. Uh, Angelina Jolie draws the star power, but I could see her in a more a, a character that has a more advisory role, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like the lead who doesn't know what's going on. Because <laughs> she does seem like Angelina Jolie carries herself in a way where she knows what's happening. So right. I actually might not buy her as somebody who doesn't understand things. Mm-hmm. Which might is get just a no like name for that. it's just the way that she got the way that she carries herself, which is a good thing. Like she's a powerful person. All right, let's move on to some Endgame news. This week, um, let's start off. Uh, this is a quick, a quick update on 
the runtime of Endgame. Oh, we, yes. We seemingly now know, thanks to a slip by AMC, what the runtime is going to be. AMC. And we've talked about it before, but now it's one more step towards official. Three hours and two minutes. Yes. I'm going to interrupt everyone and just say, not long enough. I Agreed. want more. I want more Endgame. Only three hours and two minutes. Why not four? Seriously, just have mm-hmm. a little, just have, give me a 15 minute intermission so I can get snacks and go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, see, here's, then... here's the way to really look at it is that when you get down to it, because like my, my, like my only complaint about Infinity War was that it felt like it was half a movie at the end because it doesn't like end, it just is like, oh, this chapter's done. Right. Like, you'll mm-hmm. have to come back for the rest of the story. And that's just, that's the nature of making a two-part movie. Mm -hmm. As much as they say they're standalone, it's not. It's the first half. Um, So what you've really got is not a three-hour movie. You've got a a five-and-a-half-hour movie. Ah. You've got one movie that is five hours and 31 minutes long. (gasps) What they should do is just have you, you can go into the theater early and watch... um, uh, Infinity, Infinity, Infinity War. War, and then just have it go right into Endgame. Just I'm sure they will sure do, that. do that on the release date. <laughs> um, many, I'm yeah. sure many theaters are. They still have not. We're, we're less than a month away, and this is. I feel like it's getting actually down to the wire now. They haven't. They still haven't announced uh, ticket sales. I know. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting. Most, I have my alerts turned on. I'm pretty sure Captain Marvel and Black <laughs> Panther crap. were definitely available more than four weeks. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I remember. I mean, yeah, Captain Marvel wasn't even that long ago. I remember for sure. Yeah. I wonder if they're negotiating with theaters about runtime mm. because this is so long. We've talked about this on the show before. Just theaters are not going to be like, look, they're, people are going to put their butts in the seats for this movie, but they're not going to be happy about having to do a three-hour movie because it's like especially when you compare it to like a two-hour movie or yeah, well, what we talked about last week or the week before, it's like I don't know what it, what the math is, but it's like fifty percent less showings you get per yeah. screen mm-hmm. because you got to clean and then everybody comes it's in. It's a significant and, dip, but I feel yeah. like you can show it for longer because people are going to keep coming to it. But that, the other side of it is that people are going to be less likely to just like go on a whim for a second viewing or a third viewing because it's easier to take like a two-hour chunk of your day. It's harder to take a three-hour chunk of your day. It's just like more time. So like it still uh, creatively it. make the movie you want to make Marvel. Like you've yeah. earned that right. And they're still going to make a billion dollars with this movie. But like, I'm sure that like AMC and Cinemark and all those guys are like, Oh God, three hours. <laughs> all right. Um, so we'll see what it, it's again. Also not official, but we're getting closer. But if you uh, believe screen rant, uh, I just wanted because somebody uh, Drew mentioned this in the chat. Uh, they say the tickets will go on sale April second, which is next Tuesday. So it's it's a source. That's what they're saying. And if they're wrong, well, then just check on Tuesday the second. Write a anyway. lot of just, angry emails. Just be it's, ready. It makes sense that it would be the second and not the first because they go, they're like we yeah. can't say it on the first or everyone will think it's a joke. Yeah, I'm not going to buy it on <laughs> April Fool's Day. There are going to be tickets to another showing of Thor: The Dark World. Ooh. I'll go. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right, let's talk about those posters that dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost oh. uh, didn't get here in time. I was getting them all framed, but uh, I did make it just 30, in time. It's a lot Two of frames. frames. Yep. Hey, the, I'm dedicated. Um, the entire house. Yep. <laughs> we can bring up like the, the, the shot of like all of them, which is crazy intimidating to look at. But it's um, also really interesting because they did an exact split 
number yeah. wise. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen these yet, I look them up because they're all really cool, just like character posters. Mm-hmm. Half of them are in color, and it's all the characters that survived the snap, and half of them are in black and white. And those are the characters that die. It looks like a video game where you have to like buy the expansion yep. packs. Yep. <laughs> or just like a really like weird like character selection screen. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So uh, these posters, they're really cool. Uh, they're, you could try to like pick them apart for like, what do they all mean? What is Loki thinking? Um, but He's like, thinking I'm dead. The ones that really oh. were important. Um, Shuri. Is the big news out of this one um, because she was a character we didn't know for sure her fate. Um, And so she's the one that is now confirmed dusted. See, I've thought that for like a long time because of that trailer where it's, uh, you can see in the background it says Shuri is missing. So this just confirmed it. But they also had (laughs) in the same trailer. Scott Lang missing. He was in the quantum realm, though. But yes, they don't know that. But the point is, like, missing does not equate dusted. Mm-hmm. But you this still is, think that. This is confirmation. Okay. This is, like, no no ifs about it. Like, Shuri's not, like, in hiding. Because, like, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. It's, like, Shuri may have, like, taken that moment to go into hiding. And so to the world, she's missing. But she's operating as Black Panther in secret kind mm-hmm. of thing. That'd be cool. Um, all those were possibilities, but not anymore. I think it kind of makes sense, just because she is so smart that I feel like she would be a huge help in t- Endgame. <laughs> so it's like, it has to be a little harder for them now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she sits down with uh, Bruce and, uh, you know, some of the other smarty pantses, uh, but uh, yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much on Bruce Banner to mm-hmm. be the smartest guy, you know, because, I mean, Tony can help him, but look what the last time, what happened the last time they worked together. So. And he's in <laughs> space somewhere. Yeah. He's in, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, if only there was a character who could back. get to where he is in space in like eight seconds and go rescue him. I don't know who that could possibly be. Um, I'm just just putting it out there. (laughs) uh, The other confirmations that we got from this um, as far as survivals go, Happy and Pepper both survived. Uh, Again, both Uh, ones that we sort of figured... Um, happy we had no nothing going except the Spider-Man trailer, which mm-hmm. also has Spider-Man. Which also Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but so Happy is Happy safe, Pepper safe, Valkyrie. That was who, my big yes. one. We we That's knew awesome. because just the Russo brothers had literally just told us that mm-hmm. she survived. But now we're now that we get a character poster, we can all get excited yeah. for uh, like. Can you? What is gonna happen if Carol gets to fight alongside Valkyrie? I Will, want it. I'll I want, die. <laughs> I want Valkyrie to also be drunk the whole time. Yeah. Um, I just like the. Uh, I think they have to because there was that moment in Captain Marvel where she's playing with the colors on her suit and mm-hmm. she has the Valkyrie styling mm-hmm. and like. I, we, I don't think we talked about that, but that scene, I was like, you guys missed an opportunity because it was so dark that I was like tr- squinting, trying to see. Or, I don't. I think you're making a gag. Like, does she look like Captain America right now? But it was so dark, I couldn't see the colors. Mm-hmm. But the Valkyrie one was all white and gold, so it stood out. Um, but I want to see. So I want to see them. Uh, I want to know where she was in the opening scene of Infinity War. Why she wasn't with them? I am. Ima- oh, yeah, I mean that's a fair yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. was just like keep the scene closer also if she had been in that like so part of that scene that was like as like people have talked about and the russo brothers have talked about it half of those guardians that were on that ship survived Mm -hmm. like they were it was halved um like i think they like put them must have shuttled them off somewhere 
um, and Valkyrie was with those people. So maybe she was okay. just guarding a different entrance. Mm-hmm. But also, but if she had been in the room, she with would have them, defeated Thanos. <laughs> no. <laughs> If she had been in the room with them, she would have either had to be sent away or die. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, she's an Asgardian like Thor. I don't know if there's enough of a difference between a royal Asgardian and whatever kind of Asgardian Valkyrie is. A to... drunk. <laughs> a drunk <laughs> Asgardian. Point, I don't know if Valkyrie could have survived in space. Yes, yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. um, there is there are two levels of Asgardians. Mm-hmm. Um, like, not everyone is as crazy strong as Thor. Uh, just by being an Asgardian. So, I don't know where Valkyrie stands in that, but she had to be separated just so that she could survive that sequence uh, and be with us for Infinity War. Just a couple quick things from the chat. Uh, It's Just the Wind says, when Shuri shows up, that'll be huge applause in all the theaters. I feel that's the fake-out poster. So, uh, it's Just the Wind saying, don't believe the hype. And Braden Schuler wants to know, does this make Wong the Sorcerer Supreme? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the other one. Yeah. I, I forgot about Wong. Wong yeah. was also confirmed mm-hmm. to have survived by these posters. Um, I think it does, because who's left? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it was just him and, and Doctor Strange in there, right? Well, there are other magic users across the planet. Right. And, but... te- and technically, Sorcerer Supreme is not doesn't have to be from Earth. Right. Um, okay. It's to the entire dimension, not to the planet. So there could be other sorcerers out there amongst the stars. But I think it does leave, especially in the Earth-centric universe that is Marvel, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it leaves Wong as Sorcerer Supreme. But with nothing really to guard, because the... the, Infinity Stone is gone. gone. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. He's just like home security for the Sanctum Sanctorum. I mean, there's plenty plenty of stuff in the Sanctum for him to have to guard, even with the Eye of Agamotto often... Thanos' glove. So even though Doctor Strange gets dusted, what about his cape? Is that still... He was wearing it at the time. His cape uh, got... uh, So it seems that any clothing you were wearing Also gets dusted. Okay. I mean, Uh, I figure, yeah, but for some reason, it seems weird. hmm. I mean, he used... not a human. Whatever Thanos decided in that moment where he snapped... (laughs) Just gone. um, He decided that, that your clothing goes with you. Dang it! Um, been inclu- a lot of cool clothes including around. powerful magical uh, artifacts or the iron spider suit. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff that could have been left behind, but mm-hmm. uh, he's just like, nope. <laughs> Y'all are going. Yeah. Um, so many. Toys. Oh, uh, this is a very niche, very specific question, but I feel like you're going to love it, Zach. Uh, Byron Broomhead says, Zach, what about the Asgardian Professor from Agents of Shield? He was clearly the one of the strong types. Like yeah. it, it's not to say that there aren't like people that are of the higher higher level of Asgardians that don't have that power or like have taken like roles that don't require fighting. But n- my understanding of the uh, of the Asgardians is that there are tiers. Well, and Thor is also the god of thunder. So That's what I mean. Like, there are yeah. god level Asgardians, right. and then there are just like normal the people, right? The who I'm sure folk. have, <laughs> I'm sure are probably still stronger than an average human, mm-hmm. but they're not a god, right? Which is a weird word to throw around in the Marvel universe. It's a lowercase G. It's all right. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, so this next part of our this next story is potential spoilers for Endgame. So uh, we're not going to show any photos of it, so you can be warned about that. But Marissa, if you could uh, give oh us the spoiler lights, thank you. <laughs> you guys have been warned. We'll turn the lights back to blue once it's safe. 
Uh, mild toy spoilers ahead. <laughs> I, look, some people hate them. I, gen- I if, if it wasn't my role to bring this news to you, I'd probably avoid them too. But we got to talk about them. So, another toy reveal leak uh, on the back of a Hulk toy uh, that came out this week. It's one of... so. Uh, it's like probably it. You just see the back of it. It's probably a like twelve inch figure or something. And what you see is the image that we've seen before, which is the Hulk in the white Avengers uniforms that we see in uh, so prominently in the trailers. And it's still that like weirdly handsome looking Hulk that I, makes me <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh, but that ha- that alone has its implications, especially when in conjunction with the text that's that's shared on it, mm. which again, spoiler alert, Bruce Banner masters his temper to become the giant super strong hero Hulk. That's all we get. That's not plot spoilers, except it seemed one, the Hulk is coming back mm-hmm. in some form. But the idea that Bruce has mastered his temper does seem to imply that we are going to get some version of an intelligent Hulk. Not just mm-hmm. a talking Hulk like we got in Ragnarok, but a truly like a banner Hulk combination where so the scientist is still there. Kind of like Beast. Oh, I, I mean a little bit. A little in that, just like, in the sense of when, you know, he he's still Yeah. yeah. But like it'll be interesting to see how they handle this. Like, is the Hulk so the Hulk's intellect is at banner levels? Is his strength mitigated because he hasn't gone full rage monster? Uh, which is like the the version of like the Gray Hulk when he goes gray and he Joe Fixit Hulk, one of my favorite Hulks. Joe, Joe Fixit yes. Hulk, yeah. Um, is it going to be like Doc Green, where it's somehow based in Extremis? Or something like that, hmm. um, which I, I don't really think this is right. That's right for the story, but it also it's just going to be interesting. Uh, how like how does Banner get here? Does he strike a deal with the Hulk? Is that something that you can do with the Hulk? <laughs> um, but so I I'm really interested to see I, as a, as a Hulk fan, I'm really interested to see how they handle this because I have enjoyed how they've dealt with it, even. With Talking Hulk, which I generally don't like, I thought they did a good job in like Ragnarok and Infinity War. That's as much as I like Hulk talking is the way he talked in uh, in Ragnarok. I don't want I, I don't I don't like when he speaks like the Beast. I don't want him to be that smart. It still has nuance to it in the in that like that was still an expression of a of an emotion inside a Banner in Ragnarok. That was still him like dealing with being an outcast mm-hmm. just through the Hulk. So it still had that two sides of a person dynamic to it. It wasn't just like, well, Hulk is strong and he's a gladiator and he has conquered this planet. It was just like, this is an expression of a different side of Bruce that we don't usually get to see. So as long as that dynamic is still in play, I'll still enjoy the Hulk. I just don't like when the Hulk is like, just like a, a meat heady guy who's like on the Avengers, mm-hmm. like some cartoons have done, but that's a cartoon. So you gotta, you can't go full emotional rage monster in an animated show for kids. 
Um, do you guys have any other thoughts on uh, on this Hulk? I'm just going to summarize. The chat is throwing out all the different incarnations of Hulk. Don't forget Blue Hulk. So they're going through all the different Hulks that we've had. Obviously, oh we've God. talked about Red Hulk. So um, I don't have time. That's to a read different them all. guy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, a lot of Hulks there, uh, and uh, I like that people are throwing it in there. I uh, say Gray Hulk because that was Bruce. That was Bruce. It's a different and, iteration. And I of love Bruce. Joe Fixit Hulk. Possibly <laughs> my favorite. All right, so we can take down the spoiler. Lights. It was, yeah, was intense. Was really cool. stressed out. <laughs> Back to uh, normally just like stuff. Um, all right, let's move on from Endgame and talk about Spider-Man: Homecoming, which also got some posters. Which, <laughs> I, like, when I put it in the in the rundown, I was like, "This probably gonna end up being the lead story. Nothing's gonna happen." <laughs> and then uh, Angelina Jolie and some other. Really, it's it's just um, it's Spider-Man on tour in Europe. Mm-hmm. Is he on the London Eye on that yep. first one? He's, okay. he, he's yeah. on the London Eye. He goes to the... Um, the Is that uh, the Trevi Fountain? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to go to Europe with Spider-Man. And then hang right? it from a bridge in Venice, which we know from the trailers yes. is a significant portion of his trip yes. is in Venice. Um, that's really all that we got from there. I'm sure you, people could dig out some, some Easter eggs and stuff in the background. But like, it's just Spider-Man in Europe. It's so Spider-Man, much Spider Manning. Sorry, go ahead. It's so much less emotional than looking yeah. at all those end games. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, nice you... and fluffy. Like, look how happy Peter is. Yeah. No yeah. one's He's dead. alive. No, it's fine. Well, it's also... going to go into that movie and it's just going to be fun. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, that's what I was, you... oh. that's what I was going to say. Like, it is going to, like, you're not going to be crying. Yeah. Well, you might. It's still Spider Man. But you're not going to be crying as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As I still, every in, time I've in, seen in, that, in. that preview, and I've seen that preview like a thousand times now because. Every time you go to the movie, they play it. The one where he's uh, his the um, like bully of the kid is like, you know, Spider Man. I really like Spider Man. He's got a dope suit, and I really respect him. And Peter walks up and he goes, "What's up, dickwad?" Peter mm-hmm. just goes, and I still laugh at that every single time. So I'm like really I excited do, to just. Go I do in love and, that iteration of Flash Thompson. Oh, yeah. and we do get to see him in uh, in in the next film, and that mm-hmm. is a perfect distillation of the dynamic between Flash and yeah. Peter. Yeah, mm-hmm. is like I love Spider Man. You're being you're so POS. <laughs> I almost swore. And we try to keep this podcast clean. It's That's right. For the swearing. kids. The kids can listen to this one. That happened to me. I realized I was swearing a whole bunch, and then I was like, oh, there's language. five-year-old children <laughs> next to me. Oh. I gotta watch my mouth. And then I did it again, because I can't control myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, this is, uh, granted, not movie news, or but like there is a cool video game coming out that I feel like if you guys haven't seen it yet, the trailer for it, go check it out. Uh, yeah, as if we can't play trailers mm-hmm. on the show anymore. PlayStation um, I'm just kidding. Uh, PlayStation. I'm, just <laughs> I'm totally just, joking. Well, not just PlayStation, but pl- for PlayStation VR, VR yeah. uh, there's going to be an Iron Man game coming out soon, and that's nuts. I might get a PlayStation just... I mean, I'm an Xbox person just because, but I've been playing it for years. <laughs> You're shaking your well, head at me. Um, but I might get a PlayStation 4 just for this. Let mm-hmm. me know when the one for the Atari 2600 comes out, and then I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, sure, Christian. We'll let you know. I, I've been on the edge of buying a PlayStation VR for like two years now. I'm like, no, I can't justify it. I can't justify it. But oh, you're going to make an Iron Man game? Yeah. I'm going to have to make the jump. I'm somebody who, like, because I, I, like, I wrote for a video game show, like, most of last year. I mm-hmm. own all three systems. It just that you have to at a certain point when you're when you're make when you have to make dumb fart jokes about video games mm-hmm. for a well, living. Yeah. Um but 
Yeah, so the game, it, like, they showed off in the trailer, like, you see Tony, and, like, uh, I believe it was Friday, and then the, his plane gets attacked, and he jumps out of the plane, and so it's it's point of view, Iron Man, and you hold up, you you play with the joysticks, just, like, firing off blasts. It's, ah, so cool. Um, <laughs> it does look really cool. <laughs> I, I do, I mean, I am curious, they didn't really reveal if um, there's going, how much of story we're going to get mm-hmm. in this. Um, and I hope that they put in a similar amount of effort to the story as they did in Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Because yeah. that was, is, one of the best games I've ever played. Yes. Because it is it's very well written. The stories are really good. The mechanics are so much fun and pretty easy to pick up. And it feels like Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. every the way you move and dodge and, like, just do things it feels like you're Spider-Man and this like it, you're gonna be able to shoot lasers. how does that go? you're gonna shoot lasers <laughs> out of your hands like this if you're, watching not on watching. YouTube, if you're not watching on YouTube and you wanna see me look like a fool watch on YouTube um, but I do like I do hope that there is story and it's not just a shoot 'em up with a point of view which will be mm-hmm. cool but not as fun as a three-dimensional story where, like, you you take the, the origin of some of the characters and bend it and make it really interesting. Or, like, I would love to see them put it in the same universe as the Spider-Man games. Mm-hmm. Like, the Avengers Tower is in the New York and Spider-Man. There's no reason you can't have Iron Man in that universe. Do it, Sony. <laughs> um, although, that, to be fair, that was a Sony game, and this is being produced by Disney, so who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, the same rules apply. People are shouting out, Old gaming consoles in the chat now, mostly because probably I said Atari twenty six hundred. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Commodore sixty four and ColecoVision are the two that I have to give shout outs to. Uh, <laughs> I, a lot of other good ones. I, I am sure the chat is like because video game nerds always seem to shout this for reasons like put it on the Dreamcast. Oh Someone mentioned Dreamcast. <laughs> of course, <laughs> video game nerds love the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's uh, move on. Uh, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, uh, over on uh, the non-Disney side of things, uh, Morbius. Ooh. Uh, like news this week. I'm really excited um, about this we one, got, guys. We got a set photo of Matt Smith <laughs> ah, in <him>. Morbius. Um, <laughs> and I'm always down for some Matt Smith. Like, always. Uh, 11. I know. Respect. Um, but... This tells us nothing. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this looks like he's on the set, and it's not from the movie. No, you know, he just happens to be on set. But it, but he is in, he is apparently in costume. I um, like the guy behind him in the poncho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a wizard. <laughs> that could just be. I mean, it, I think there's it's a key grip. Yeah, yeah. probably. Um, I had but a thought. So, it, it, yeah, maybe he's maybe no, he's Simon Stroud. He's a rogue CIA agent that hunts Morbius. Oh, I actually that I think would be he's just cool. a grip. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the first story, but I love that you. I think uh, you're. I, think you're like, I assume you're talking about Smith. Yes, yes, oh. yes, yes. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> no, the guy in the in the hood. Like she's guessing who that is. No, so that's who you Deep think Matt Smith is playing. I got really into it, guys. Yeah. No, I actually think that that would be a great role. I think that'd be fun, for Smith. Yeah, um, like as much as he, I think you have to put him in. A non, I think it'd be great if they made him a non-superpowered role mm-hmm. because I, that was one of the things that I thought Venom suffered with is their antagonist, like also got like spoils for Venom. Uh, the <laughs> antagonist also became like a symbiote and had yeah. powers and attacked, and it's just like you don't need to do that. 
you'll have a stronger story if it's about a, a a different power dynamic not just like oh i have powers and oh i have better powers but you have to overcome it mm-hmm. no it can be i have powers and i'm going to use the power of the law to step on you and probably like if the if the real world is any indication the power of law being abused for those purposes mm-hmm. um and i haven't, I haven't noticed but if you say that that's happening <laughs> i'm gonna have to take your word for it <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's that's the the story on that. Um, we'll look forward to, to seeing more as Morbius keeps shooting and uh, they start actually putting out. We stuff. we expecting that in twenty twenty. I th- I think it's like a next year release, right? Not twenty twenty one. I mean, I I thought twenty twenty. But... I think it's twenty twenty. Okay. And Sony has a much quicker turnaround than Disney in terms of when they go from shooting to. They also don't make as out. many movies, they right? And well, <laughs> yeah. Is it weird that I'm more excited about this than the Eternals? I mean, yes. I mean, you can, you can grasp <laughs> the concept here. Yeah. Like, so excited. I'm not going to judge you, even if I disagree. Everyone in chat is judging me right now. I no. know it. No, if you, if you're like, there's this is the beauty of Marvel is that like there's so many different kinds of movies that like as much as I'm like I have apprehensions about the way Sony is going about this. Like people liked Venom, people enjoyed it, and like I'm not going to step on you for enjoying your the movie you like. You could also then have the opportunity to actually I don't know if this would work, but uh, bring Blade into it because I know that Blade and Morbius have also worked together. Like there's just so many things you can do with it. That, well, that's part of my frustration with the way Sony's doing it is because Blade is Disney. Blade is back with Disney, so oh, you're damn. not going to get I didn't them. Know. You're <laughs> not going to get the two of them in a movie together Just because kidding. Sony did it this way instead of like letting him be used by Disney in a Spider-Man or Blade movie. Ugh. So you're not going to get it, unfortunately. Well, then, just kidding. I'm less excited now. Um, it, <laughs> Never speaking mind. of things you're not getting, uh, let's talk about New Mutants. Uh, there have been. <laughs> um, so the news this week, uh, the update. On New Mutants, it comes from Maisie Williams, um, who has said that the reshoots that are supposed to be happening on New Mutants have not happened. Um, New Mutants, the last rumor was that it was going to come out sometime in the fall on Hulu. And uh, but if they haven't even done the reshoots, like it's starting to get to a point where people are wondering if the movie's ever going to see the light of day. Right. Mm-hmm. If we're going to get anything from it. Um, which is unfortunate because I want to see this done in a horror movie way. Like, I think that that's going to be awesome. And, uh, I don't watch enough horror. Yeah. April, are you excited about the new mutants? Like we've, we've all talked about it Mm -hmm. to death on our feelings about this movie. What do you think? I'm just so frustrated because I loved the first trailer and they, and everybody else loved the horror elements of it. And that's why they were going to do the reshoots. And now it's just not happening. (laughs) Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm glad that Dark Phoenix is finally on the ground and moving, but not so much with New Mutants. Yeah, I mean, I love those characters, the actual New Mutants characters, mm-hmm. and there was the indication that it was going to be this great storyline, this Demon Bear storyline, and I loved that they were, like Zach was just talking about, that Marvel, and I know that this isn't Marvel directly, but Marvel characters, you get so many different kinds of movies, you know, and the idea that, like, well, now we're going to have a horror movie. I was really excited, and, uh, you know, the fact that, I don't know, they feel like they haven't come close enough to getting it right, that we might not ever see it, or at least not see it for a while, is very disappointing. Yeah. Because um, it could have just been here in a few months, guys. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be out in, like, last February. Right. Yeah, it's been well, yeah. delayed a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine this, like, the hold of reshoots probably came 
as they knew they were approaching the sale to Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's sort of like, why would we go into expensive reshoots knowing that a different parent company who can't do anything, who can't say anything right now for legal reasons? Because until last week, two weeks ago, um, Disney could not legally do any kind of development or discussions about Fox properties. Uh, in any official capacity, mm-hmm. um, so they couldn't influence the reshoots. Now it's a now Disney owns this movie. Now they can sort of go in and be like, okay, well, now that this is back, it's under Marvel head. Technically, it might still be put out. I imagine like like Dark Phoenix with the in association with Marvel mm-hmm. tag, but it's still going to be up to ultimately Feige probably to say what he wants to do with this. Yeah, and how expensive are the reshoots that they were planning to do versus what they realistically think it's going to make? You know, it's like well, we're going to lose that much more money to make a bad movie not that much better. And will it? And if you're going to go the route of putting it on Hulu, it's not. It's is it a money maker at all? Like right. it, that's a subscription based service, so you're giving fans what they want. But the like, it's a subscription model screws with everything in terms of like how much does quality actually matter. Um, and to be honest, the new mutants on Hulu makes a lot of sense to me. It makes that it makes a really attractive time for people to subscribe to the service and get hooked on it, and it saves you from having any judgment on the movie in like box office numbers because no one knows what numbers are in streaming services. Mm-hmm. No one releases those numbers. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if those reshoots happen or if this there is a potential this movie just gets shelved. It's strange to me to think it would go to Hulu when Disney has bought Fox and they're going to have Disney Plus soon. So I don't know if they'd want it to go to another streaming service. Well, I'm... Disney now owns 60% of Hulu. Yeah. So okay. it's it's basically their secondary brand. And mm-hmm. with Disney Plus more of a family-friendly mm-hmm. service, I think that New Mutants is going to be, even if it's PG-13, too... A horror movie is not going to be something they want on Disney Plus mm-hmm. if all the rumors about how they're handling that is going to go. Like, Disney also owns the Alien franchise. Are they going to put that on Disney Plus? I don't think so. Based on like what I what I've heard, what what the understanding is, of what Disney Plus is trying to be, I don't think they're going to want horror movies on that platform. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how they handle what movies go where. Because yeah, do you put Deadpool on Disney Plus? It's a Marvel movie. And it's it's a very big movie, so it's going to draw in people who want to watch it. But it's a rated R movie, and you don't want to necessarily put it next to Snow White. I will say this. I know people with kids who took their young children to see Deadpool. That's horrifying. <laughs> no, I, I was at a showing with the kid. Yeah. Uh, I didn't bring one in front of me, and the kid was there the whole time. Yeah, like I was you... like, at no point, this is the first Deadpool, at no point did the parent go, hey, I think we need to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And that's horrifying. Agreed. Horrifying. I that's saw so Watchmen in theaters in between my parents when I was 12. It was... But that was a PG thirteen movie. Ultimately. Really? No. Watchmen? No. Wasn't it? I mean, Doctor Manhattan's like, blue nudity yeah. should not have been PG thirteen. Oh, right. Yeah. That, I'm still everything. horrified by that. Me Look, too. that was that movie Sign was a now. while ago. I don't. Remember. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. But even you Watchmen, that feeling, April. <laughs> even Watchmen, like it was gritty and like a little bit violent at times and yeah sure, sure it showed a penis on the screen but <laughs> a like a huge gigantic a blue blue one. Penis. <laughs> but no but like that's hey. uh, like but it, that's not the violence is fun message 
that Deadpool has. That's the That's reason true. that I buck at kids That's going fair. to that movie. Because there's a very key difference between Watchmen's message of violence is like a bad thing and corruptible and there are problems in our world to Deadpool's like, let's stab people for fun, mm-hmm. which is great. And but make not jokes. something that you should be showing to children. I don't know. Because I say you expose them early, you desensitize them, and then case okay. by <laughs> case by case basis to, in order to like like who can they emotionally handle that distinction? Can they make that distinction between this is fun, this is a movie, right. this is fake, and real life is not like that? Anyway, weird rabbit hole that we yeah, just that's got a down. deeper discussion <laughs> to have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we wait to see until like what Disney Plus looks like, where mm-hmm. they might put new mutants. Which is how we got started there. Um, <laughs> Sorry, let's guys. move on as we get towards the back of the show to Marvel TV time. Oh. Marvel movie news. We're talking TV time. I couldn't air guitar today because I was pulling up something. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so, uh, fun. This is just like cool update. Uh, Hulu, speaking of Hulu, has officially renewed Runaways for a third Season. Zia, how excited are you? Yay. <laughs> Come on, we got we're gonna get more of that like, weird dinosaur with a nose ring running around. Yeah. And, like, these... There's a dinosaur with a nose ring. Oh yeah. my gosh. I am yes. in. Avery, you gotta watch Runaways. You gotta watch Old Lace. Oh no. Um, Runaways is I really like Runaways. Uh, I think it's a strong show. Um, I think especially in the second season it sort of came into its own. Like I think it had a slow start. Uh, in season one, but then once they hit their, once they, especially once they got out of the house and ran away, yeah. the show really took off. Um, and season three will be coming to Hulu. And uh, the key to the n- announcement is that it'll be 10 episodes like season one was and not 13 like season two was. So, uh, Zia, that's three less you'll have to watch. Cool. But you will have to watch. <laughs> no, I, did, I watched season two only. I didn't even go watch season one because of how I felt about season two. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go back in and do it. It's just, I don't know. It's just not, it's not for me. Come on. I don't, yeah. I don't you watch care it? if anybody I like it. it I think it's really good. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you two like it and yeah. you don't. And I, not I my also not like, my favorite. I also like Cloak and Dagger, and which will be back next Thursday. I don't like Close and Cloak and Dagger. So this is where we, <laughs> yeah. this is where we differ on things. Zia's like the young people. Yeah, I, I really don't. I'm, I'm 13 years older than Zia and she thinks she's too old for both of those shows. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I also think you are Christian. I judge you. No, I'm sorry. I'm very, I'm way too old. I'm too old for all these shows. I'm totally joking. Um, all right, let's uh real quick. I can talk about Agents of Shield, you guys. It's actually yeah. Well, it's like I, I I don't. I used to have to just call into the show with Agents of Shield minute, <laughs> Doom's Agents of Shield minute. Now I just get to talk as much as I want about Agents of Shield, and uh, that means today I just get to talk about a press photo that got put out, um, which is a cool little image that they they released. It's basically a Last Supper with our crew. All right, and uh, it's it, there's some interesting stuff going on here. If you look, if you look at it, like um, we've got we've got our team, uh, we've got oh we've got May with a drink because like some heavy stuff went down oh. because uh, well spoilers for last season of Agents of Shield uh, warning you guys, but this was months ago and I believe it's aired internationally as well. And I'm warning you guys, yeah. Uh, Colson's dead. Uh, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> <no>. what? <laughs> but for real this time, uh, Agent May is drinking because she just lost Colson and they just Aww. finally fell in love. But Aww. then, there's still Clark Gregg standing right next to her because he's still on the show 
But if so, if this is the Last Supper, he's also standing where Judas would have was standing Ooh. in that painting. So this look at who knows his New Testament. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I well a little bit uh, <laughs> Jewish. Uh, I know that's why I, that's why I said that. Uh, I know da, I know my Da Vinci Code references. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> But so uh, you've got whoever this character is that Clark Gregg is playing, which he has specifically said is not Agent Coulson. Um, and I think that for once we can actually take them at their word on this. He's But, like, why he's Agent Coulson, why he looks like Agent Coulson, we still don't know. Is he a Skrull? Is he an LMD? Is this some kind of, like, time travel thing where it's, like, uh, an old uh, or young version of him that, like, got zapped out? Who knows? Technically, there was a a scroll who transformed into him. Maybe that scroll like zapped back and like is now thinks he's Agent Coulson. Who knows? Didn't he die in the car accident in Captain yeah, Marvel? That on screen. <laughs> Technically, but he's, he's like, the one that they did the autopsy. I on. know, so we don't know what Shield All did right. with it. That's true. We can never trust Shield. I what absolutely if they, agree with that. What if that guy already had Coulson's DNA written into him? What if they revived the scroll and then when they were doing the Tahiti project thing, they copied Coulson's brain and put it into the scroll, and now he's running around thinking he's Coulson? I think you just wrote season eight for that. <laughs> <laughs> I will never stop with my insane theories. Um, then you've got uh, Mac at the head, since Mac is now director of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Yo-Yo right next to him. Um, I think that was Peter's position. Like, it's going to be his... I mean, they're, they're, they're well in love, but also, like, she's going to be probably his, advi- his biggest advisor at this point. Um, you got Daisy, you got Fitz, you got Simmons, you got Deke. Ah, Deke. And I don't know what they're all looking at. I think he's looking at Daisy's hand because you know he's he's shipping Deke as hard as I have. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that's a craps table, right? I mean that's the, that's my take on what what that is. I mean if you look at it and the way that they're all standing around, and it, Daisy's reaching across the entire craps table. Yeah. it's either that or it's a mini football stadium. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Like it looks like it's like yeah. If you look a, at the if you look at the it's an opening the surface with an for it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's some kind of alien tech. I think we're going back to space uh, because Agents of Shield, which can't. It, so at least the, at the very least, the first episode must not have any Endgame spoilers in it because they're going to show it this weekend at WonderCon. I can't be there for that. Sadly, that's so unlike you to not be there. I have a writing class. <laughs> Mm. School uh, education is not as important. I have, wor- I have work <laughs> to do. Uh, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at WonderCon for a little bit on Saturday, uh, later in the day. If anyone's around, try to come find me, because I'll probably just be on the floor the entire time. Uh, but I'm going to miss the agency panel where they're going to show the first episode of the season. Oh, my God. So I, that's similarly to Infinity War season. I think this is why we're going to space, because it lets you just, like ignore whatever the movies are doing but still pretend it's in the same universe even while uh, Perlmutter and Feige uh, raise fisticuffs at each other from across the distance of the <laughs> Walt Disney lot. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts on this picture? Well, I, uh, Christian? Uh, Christian? <laughs> you, you spent so much more time on it than I did when I saw it that uh, I can't imagine what I could possibly add. I mean, my craps table observation was basically it but uh, it just has me more excited for the I mean I'm looking forward to the show but uh, it's just it's helping me get ready for them being back in my life here's the fun part of my crackbot theories 
ninety percent of that I came up with right here. <laughs> oh, that's a, I, that makes it even better. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so let us know what you guys are are thinking in terms of what you, whether you like that. Let us know in the comments below or tweet it at us. Uh, all of those ways that you can let us know. Um, I'm gonna throw out. Let's see if we have any good uh, Doom question corners. Um, did you guys have anything else that you really, that really stood out to you from uh, from this week? This Marvel news. As I stall. Well, uh, let me get something from the chat. Uh, Anthony Manzano really wants our take on this. With the news that the MCU might reboot Gambit uh, and they might replace Channing Tatum, who do you guys want to play him? You know, this is just hypothetical what we all think. Simon Kinberg officially said that Gambit, like all of the things that were in development Fox, are all being reviewed by Disney after the merger. So he hopes that it'll still happen, but uh, you know, there's there's no there's no certainty that the Channing Tatum will or won't happen. So down the line on when uh, like because we're gonna have to do some kind of X Men reboot to get Gambit in there, unless they're gonna make him an Inhuman or something crazy. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, it, you can't introduce him before the X Men. Yeah, um, true. Uh, unless you're gonna do something to his origin like that. Um, if or if you're gonna like retrofit the, you could retrofit the twins to be mutants. Like, there's actually nothing that like we don't ever say that they're inhumans in the MCU officially. They're just like aberrations caused by the cube. So you could also like that could be the twist at the end of Endgame is snap and mutants are a thing, hmm. um, or unsnap and mutants are a thing. Whatever we do to break things um, could create mutants. And like hmm. it, it it's raised, rooted in the Infinity Stones, which is the same way that the twins got their powers is from the scepter. Um, so it all that would all add up if you're going to go that direction. This I'm actually going to be able to answer uh, a question from Baza, who's under a question at Doom's Question Corner. As we have to wrap up, and then we'll have. Ah. Was, so Baza asked us to find a role for Rami Malek in the MCU, and that like because I, he has a lot of range. I think he could be a really interesting Gambit. Real quick, go around the table if you guys have any other thoughts for Gambit, and then we're going to have to wrap up. I don't know. I'm so bad with these questions. Like, I need to do research. Actors never pop in off the top of what my head. What do you head, think of ever. my answer, David Tennant? Oh, heck yes. See, I, I thought you He's already like kill Grave. It's fine. He, <laughs> it's TV. It's, it's doesn't TV. Matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's not the yeah. same thing. Or Matt Smith. Great. Okay, what about Peter Capaldi? Boom. He's <laughs> <laughs> a little old, right? <laughs> a little old. <laughs> April, any, any, any Gambit thoughts? Uh, no. <laughs> would you, would you just avoid the movie if it came out? I'd see it no okay. matter what, but I don't have anyone for Gambit. Oh, Remy Malik for Moon Knight from Gamer Girl in the chat. I, just I have heard that, that before. Oh, yeah, that would did, be, that would be really cool. All right. Unfortunately, we're out of time, guys. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us this week on the show. April, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, if people would like to find you on the internet after the show, where can they do that? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April13Dawn. Christian? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ, and you can find Zia and myself Sunday nights at 9 Pacific over on AfterBuzz TV for Marvel TV Weekly. I have no idea what we're going to talk about this week, but find us there Sunday at 9. <laughs> we'll talk about other random um, comic things that Probably. we just pick and, yeah. you know, dissect. Um, I'm Zia Anderson. You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's X-I-A underscore land. Also, Facebook. Um, go like that thing, too. It's Zia Landerson. 
Really sold the face. Do the thing. I'm going right now. Push the button. Push that thumb up button. Hey guys, I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. You can also check out my other podcast, Ships in the Night, on basically any platform. Uh, You can find Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all those places. Uh, Ships in the Night is a show where we take random characters from different universes and ship them together and write the love story. This week we did what if, if it wasn't Jason. Versus Freddy versus Jason, but was Freddy and Jason? Oh, it's a a beautiful '80s (laughs) love story and some other horror stuff throughout the rest of the episode. It's so insane. Killer romance. Uh, Check that out. uh, Check that out. Ships in the night on iTunes or at Shipping Pod. I'm Zach Wilson. This has been the Marvel Movie News. Thanks for geeking out with us. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.